Blog Talk Radio.
Glad that Hunter Chillin to join. We this year, Earth Day 2013. Right here from the Gullah Geechee Nation. Hunter got this year, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. This year, the head, upon the body, and your horses for the evening. Queen Quet, Chiefess of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad for be here one more again on behalf of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. And all of we citizens here in the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina, down in Jacksonville, Florida, are taking all of these here Sea Island, I think, like that in Guayan, England. 30 to 35 miles to the St. John River. We're so glad that we still did for this year land. For this year, International Mother Earth Day, and rather was what the U.S. called Earth Day. So glad that 100 children have joined we as we give upliftment to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage to celebrating this year month as Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. One more again, we could dedicate this year program to the answers to them. Who knows? Lam broke down his back and things like that, because of a dog of them, daddy. They have a whole upon who he be a whole upon this land and things like that. Rather was a whole upon the culture, because he know, say, honor be the kind, he know, say, maybe the kind, he know, say, all of we be there and things like that. And so, we're so glad that this year, evening, that we're so glad that we together together to celebrate. This your program this evening, and this your day, all day, and rather was this your month, and who we ancestors them be every day of the year. We now have to have no special designated day for key tanks for having land and things like that. Rather was having the land that our ancestors them been slave on top of. For how one chance for still going out on any field and thing like they've been to we back in the 1600, 1700, 1800, and then in the 1900, the thing we still a catch since, and then like that. Because we know now the day, other people have make this seem like it is something new for people going out on a farming on food and things like that. But there ain't no such a thing. If Hunter had the strength, and Hunter got the tool, and sometimes the tool ain't what they are, Hunter most times the tool truly. And what they on a head and what they on a heart. And I have to know how to protect that tool and count on children in the field. And as you know, say, we always crack with healing like on a children know, say, on a must take care of the root to heal the tree. But plenty of time the root and thing what truly did it, you have to dig them deep for get them. So the finish of earth day inside mostly, but inside to look at things for how for. Make not how I saw bottom from the middles this your season for study myself and things like that. Study what is going on in the world and look at all these other rest of places and pray and things that are going on for me in the Midwest with water and things in the floody land. And rather was for look for the crackiness of these your children who glad if I had things and I were able we land if I had if I had things for now i from. That is thing we can't stand tall to. But make a crack with deep but that leave it later in the show as we go on into this your thing for our day. And we know say last time 
plenty of other children that are hanging there with me, and some of them yet the thing from the archive, and here is the thing, a crook, 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 and I make all that cracking noise and things like that. They haven't been on pun we, they haven't been on blog talk, there's still a work from this thing, there's even a work from the chat and things like that this evening. And so we are sitting here tonight hoping and praying that all of you hear us clearly tonight because we know last week you had some issues we had some problems even with the telephone lines and then this week blog talk is having some issues with the chat rooms so possibly in the chat room if you're trying to type in and i'm not getting it it's probably because they're still working on it but we're definitely glad that we can see the guests that are here in the chat room tonight and we thank everyone who still tuned into the show and waited your way through it like we wait in the water to hear the broadcast from last week. We definitely thank our Assembly of Representatives member, Sister Glenda Simmons Jenkins and our elder Carly Town, our Minister of Information, for being on board last week and for being able to carry through. When I listened back to the show I could hear them very clearly and where in that times where I was blurred or there was an echo, then I could still hear their voices clearly in that. And so just as with last week, we're having them on the show and having some issues. We just got a little disconnect right there. So Vlog Talk is still having some issues. It's not on our end, but it is something technical within their system that they're trying to correct. And they did send an apology out, and anybody who is a fan you all who are on Facebook, you know that we did post the message that was posted to us from Blog Talk. So I'm glad to see from the chat room folks are, ch- are chiming in now. Thanks, Sister Glenda, for letting us know you can hear us, and that is coming through clear. So that is a blessing tonight because definitely this message of what today represents is beautiful. And I wanted to play Sister Tracy Chapman's Rape for the World once again on this broadcast because more often than not, We are witness to the rape of the world, but yet not all of us are crying out to stop it. And unfortunately, that same rape of Mother Earth is the same thing that is often happening to many women around the world, and people who know it's taking place don't cry out to stop it. But if we continue to kill off our mothers, what will we have? You cannot have survival when you kill off the mother. And so we have to take all of this into account and into consideration that there is that possibility that the Almighty is looking down at how we are treating the mothers that were blessed to be here, birthed into and onto the earth, and seeing the mistreatment of them, and thereby, as a result of people not turning from their wicked ways and then crying out to heal the land, much less healing the mothers that walk the land and take care of the babies on top of them and things like that. Now Mother Earth... So, again, we had another little glitch. We're back again. Um, and so, as I was saying, because we are then not taking care of one another and not taking care of the mother's walk in the earth, the earth as a mother could also be rejecting us out of her womb at this time. So we need to come together around this. And so back in 1970, the first Earth Day came about 
because people at that time saw that there was a lot of pollution that was going on. There had been a major oil spill. There had been some other issues that had come about um, in Santa Barbara, California. There had been a massive oil spill in 1969. So Gaylord Nelson, who was then a U.S. senator from Wisconsin, decided to call together people across the U.S. to a rally to put together events that would happen across the 50 states so that this way people would now pay more attention to what was actually going on. Because, of course, in the 70s, if you remember like I do, that was the time of protest. So there were all these other protests that were going on. So he felt like, well, draw on that energy, use that model, bring people out into the streets and the parks and the auditoriums to demonstrate for a healthy, sustainable environment and have this as massive coast-to-coast rallies. So from the east to the west to the gulf to the border of Canada, have people get together. Groups got together fighting against oil spills, against polluting factories and power plants, against raw sewage, toxic dumps, pesticides, freeways, loss of wilderness, the extinction of wildlife, and all of these types of things. Well, I know y'all would say, well, are you kidding me? Did you say this happened in 1970? Yes, 1970. And we are in 2013 now, 2013. Do you think people have learned anything besides just commemorating April 22nd each day as Earth Day and telling someone to join them somewhere and plant one tree and having groups gather around that. This Earth Day has been focused back on what that initial Earth Day was about, but now there's a term for all of this cumulative effect of catastrophe, which we call it climate change. So all of these things that people rallied against back then, that rally that day was good that it started to make people more aware and started what you call the modern-day environmental movement, and that was a good thing. And it led to the creation of the U.S. EPA, who you all know we do a great deal of work with here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Uh, it led to the passage of the Clean Air, the Clean Water, and the Endangered Species Acts. All of these things came together. All those acts, of course, came together because this man was working in Congress. Well, Earth Day went global in the 1990s, okay? And so in 1992, the United Nations had an Earth Summit at Rio de Janeiro, and you know that they just had the 20 years since that uh, event. They just had Rio 2012 that through IRAM, I was there to help with some of the planning meetings for that event, but due to lack of support for our Gullah Geechee Gold Souls campaign, we could not actually send a delegation to Rio to actually be there at the event itself. But these things are all interconnected, and if we are not at the table, if we are not out in the fields, if we are not in the waters doing doing the work, then folks do not think that we value the earth and what is going on. So here it is that we are still in the midst of folks having to, again, go back to old landmark, pull people together once again around this issue of the earth, the waterways, the land, what it takes to protect it. As long as we protect it, it protects us. Now, here it is that out of the Rio 
2012, and there's going to be also a Rio 2015 event that, interestingly enough, is going to be held up at Yale uh, this time to sort of revisit some of the topics that came out of what Rio Plus 20 said. And the hashtag for the Rio event is Future We Want. Okay, if you are on Twitter, the future we want. If you check that out, you'll see the commentaries that have gone on ever since that event took place over the summer. So it's very, very interesting uh, that people in the U.S., though, are largely unaware of the fact that that Rio event took place, where in other countries not only promoted it prior to the event, but then had people at the event and now are revisiting this issue, all right? And they are trying to put mechanisms in place to deal with it, okay? And so it is a good thing when people are reminded through such events as Earth Day that there are those of us who on a daily basis are on the front line of this thing called climate change. And so it is a good thing that we have people that are interested in Earth Day beyond just planting a tree, okay? So because it takes a whole lot more to it, it takes groups of us to plant the trees as well as groups of us to work together to make a difference to stop the rape of the world. And so when we start to talk about this, Everyone says, well, there are great challenges for the environmental community. Well, I don't know if there's a box called the environmental community since we all live in the environment. We all live from the environment. So we need to look at this um, in another way, in a much, on a much larger scale. And I believe that the U.N. intended to look at this on a much larger scale by also calling this International Mother Earth Day. Now, before we go off and sidetrack and go into whether or not this is a a religious thing about saying Mother Earth, let's not even touch that at all, all right, or whether it's not. The point is there is a statement that's out there, Mother Earth, and that is because Earth is from which a lot of things are birthed. All right, and so that is why the statement Mother Earth exists. So International Mother Earth Day. International Mother Earth Day was actually declared by the United Nations the way that many of the other United Nations days are declared through a resolution adopted by the General Assembly. Now, interestingly enough, when I was tweeting to people and posting on Facebook throughout the day, it made it seem as if International Mother Earth Day started this year. But as I looked up the actual resolution, the resolution was adopted back in 2009. So the resolution itself was adopted some four years ago, all right? And it reads as follows. The General Assembly reaffirming Agenda 21 and the plan of implementation of the World Summit on Sustainable Development, which is also called the Johannesburg Plan of Implementation, recalling the 2005 World Summit outcome, 
recalling also its Resolution 60-192 on the 22nd of December 2005, proclaiming 2008 the International Year of Planet Earth, acknowledging that the Earth and its ecosystems are our home and convinced that in order to achieve a just balance among the economic, social, and environmental needs of present and future generations, it is necessary to promote harmony with nature and the earth, recognizing that Mother Earth is a common expression for the planet Earth in a number of countries and regions, which reflects the interdependence that exists among human beings, other living species, and the planet we all inhabit. Noting that Earth Day is observed each year in many countries, number one, decides to designate the 22nd of April as International Mother Earth Day, Number two, invites all member states, the organizations of the United Nations system, international, regional, and sub-regional organizations, civil society, non-governmental organizations, and relevant stakeholders to observe and raise awareness of International Mother Earth Day as appropriate. Number three, requests the Secretary General to bring the present resolution to the attention of all member states and organizations of the United Nations system. Now, I want to go back and read a key part here. Recognizing that Mother Earth is a common expression for the planet Earth in a number of countries and regions, which reflects the interdependence that exists among human beings, other living species, and the planet we inhabit. This is the reason that this is International Mother Earth Day, because all around the world, the earth is referred to as our mother. Here it is that we have an interdependence with other human beings and other living species on the planet. That is somewhat reflected by the Gullah Geechee Nation's flag. If you will look at the center of it, you will see that there is a tree. That tree not only represents our wonderful, majestic oak trees that we've been a shout on need and thing like that, and we ancestors have been a shout on and thing in the bush of and the brush of and thing like that. But the green on it represents the land. The blue on it represents the water as well as the indigo. The gold represents the sun. You don't grow no harvest without the sun. And the gold represents us as the black gold people who harvest from this earth, this waterway, this land. That is Mother Earth. The human bodies intertwined make up the tree. We are the living embodiment of a people that should not let April 22nd go by like any other day. We should be taken to the fields while everyone else takes to the streets. We should be out farming the land. We should be out touching the land. We should be out walking along those shorelines and and picking up debris and clearing it to help stop the rape of the world. The Gullah Geechee Nation did not choose to simply look at Earth Day or even look at International Mother Earth Day. We didn't look at that at all when the Creator stated to me that we needed to designate a new month and that we needed to celebrate Gullah Geechee land and legacy. Our legacy is that we are inextricably tied to this land. Land is our family member. The waterways are our bloodline. Why would you want any form of poison to come to your family or into your bloodline? You think about that. So when we start to look at this situation, 
We have to look at it in a much more clearly defined manner than others might do because others aren't necessarily living on the front line of climate change like we are. And we are blessed to be in a place, in a space that although we are technically below sea level, we are above water right now where there are so many other places that are mountainous, there are places that are desert areas, that are farmlands, that are right now underwater, as I said at the beginning of the show. And my prayers are definitely with everyone out in the Midwest in these various areas where the Mississippi is flooding. My prayers are with people in the Dakotas where there's still more snow coming down. These are the types of things that we need to look at and address. When we start to use today, let us use today as a day of reflection on what have we done, what are we doing, and how we'll go forward. As Secretary General Ban Ki-moon stated, International Mother Earth Day is a chance to reaffirm our collective responsibility to promote harmony with nature at a time when our planet is under threat from climate change unsustainable exploitation of natural resources and other man-made problems. When we threaten the planet, we undermine our only home and our future survival. On this international day, let us renew our pledges to honor and respect Mother Earth, end quote. And I feel that renewal of pledge needs to be action-oriented. It need not simply be, you know, putting up your hand at one hand in the air and one over your chest. That becomes trite. Actually, what are you changing in your life that will not put out as many emissions as it used to be? How many environmental conferences are you attending to educate yourself and meetings to educate yourself? Are you going to any webinars? Are you looking online at things that you could do to reduce your carbon footprint? Are you farming some land? Are you at least planting a tree so that you help to have other vegetation out here that will help us to keep soil in place, keep erosion down, that will also help us in terms of living and breathing ourselves as human beings? These are things that we need to look at. Earth Day 2013 is entitled The Face of Climate Change. Now, I'm going to be reposting a clip or trailer of the video called The Island President, wherein the president of Maldives had an underwater summit. And you all have heard me mention this before, and especially if you are on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook page, you have seen or had the opportunity to see this trailer before, and the reason that he went on and did what he did was to make it that clear that if the Western world did not change the way that they were acting on the earth, they were going to put his entire country underwater because the water, the sea level rise was going to be more intense and is happening much more quickly than scientists initially predicted. In addition to them talking about sea level rise, We've also found what is now called the acidification of the ocean. So, therefore, you have the waters becoming like acid in the ocean, so hence damaging the sea life. When you damage the sea life and you kill it off, you throw off the ecological balance of the sea, of course, not to mention what people are doing on Earth that then spills over into the water, what we call runoff that takes pollutants off the Earth 
into the water. So, yes, what you do standing in your front yard or as you travel down the road and you throw stuff out the window does affect the earth. It does affect the water. It does affect your seafood, and that will affect you and infect you if there's poisons going into it. So think about that. Think about what was stated. This is our only home, and our future survival depends on how we treat it, how we treat our mother. Mother Earth. So it's interesting because you can go to www.un.org slash en slash events slash Mother Earth Day or just go to the unitednations.org site, type in Mother Earth Day and pull up their page where it says Earth Day 2013, the face of climate change. They have a gallery of photographs to actually show what the face of climate change is. And so it is interesting that they also made the statement, the proclamation of the 22nd of April as International Mother Earth Day is an acknowledgement that the earth and its ecosystems provide its habitats with life and sustenance. I just got to talking about how we're the inhabitants being provided with sustenance for our lives. Truly, our livelihood depends on Mother Earth. It also recognizes the collective responsibility. We back to that collective work and responsibility, collective responsibility as called for in the 1992 Rio Declaration to promote harmony with nature and the earth to achieve a just balance among the economic, social, and environmental needs of present and future generations of humanity. Let's just touch on these three things, economic, social, and environmental needs. Now, I'm already talking about the environmental needs, so let's start there. The environmental needs within the Gullah Geechee Nation are always ongoing because the sea islands are part of a chain. It's a chain of islands that literally sits in the Atlantic Ocean, from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida. We don't go to the beach. We are the beach. Okay, look at it like that. Um, And so these islands are also the barrier islands. We have on them maritime forests. We have around us marshland. We have some area that's a little inland that's swampland. So this area is critical when you think of it in terms of barrier island being the buffer for the mainland United States on the East Coast especially. Because if something happens and these islands were to go underwater, then every direct hurricane hit and every other storm hit flooding and all of that will no doubt destroy the rest of the mainland. So if you want to say what's in it for you, what's in it for you is that if we're not here, you may not be here. If these sea islands don't survive and we don't stop the destruction that has been happening, then you will have more destruction in the mainland. What's in it for you? Much of the farmed food that's truck farmed out still across America, much of the seafood that is truck farmed out across America and ends up on your plates in the fancy restaurants and at the wonderful galas and other events that people tend to have come from this area. They end up in your supermarkets. They end up in your fish markets. They end up in your farmer's markets even. All that stuff you buy at the farmer's market isn't necessarily locally grown, all right? So... You need to recognize that it is of importance to your life, no matter where you may be if you're in North America, that our islands survive as well. If you are in some other part of the world, 
we're on the ocean like you are. So if we don't do right by the ocean from this side on the sea islands, that ocean connects all of us. So then what happens? So that's why it's so critically important, as you see, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition continues to have things like Volunteer Month. We hosted the inaugural Coastal Cultures Conference, and we're still doing other environmental work with groups like the Imani Group. And I have to salute the Imani Group, Together Green, the Hunting Island Nature Center, the uh, Riley Center for Livable Communities. I have to salute them because there hasn't been one time that we contacted them and said the Gullah Geechee Nation needs your support, that they did not come along and support us. And that support wasn't just verbal, saying, oh, great idea, thanks, we hope it's good, we'll send a couple staffers. No, they actually put money where their mouths are. A great deal of the work that has to be done to educate the community about what they can continue, which is good, for the land and what they should cease from doing because it's not so good for the land. Although we might have been doing it for a while, you can't keep on doing the same old thing and expect new results. All right, that's called insanity. All right, here it is. These folks stepped up and said, we want to invest, financially invest in what you all are doing to protect the Gullah Geechee Nation. That's where the economic part comes in, the just balance between the economic. The social part is that these are people who come from other societal groups, but they still see a concern for the Gullah Geechee. So as we say, I can't stand up right long and think like that. I was honored to be able to have people be willing to support us and write letters like Dr. Carolyn Finney and Brother Alan Spears, the National Forest Conservation Association, and others who said, well, yes, there are all these great things going on under the leadership of Queen Quet in the Gullah Geechee Nation that we're going to write letters of support. We're going to let others know that they're down there doing the work that they did. We want to salute folks like the Environmental Defense Fund who also came in and financially supported efforts to get the Gullah Geechee fishermen gathered together to even look Look at the real issues, not just the economic ones they're up against, but the environmental issues that are also going on that are then affecting their economics. And let me go back to this, the acidification of the ocean. If you have that happening, the blue crabs migrate, the shrimp migrate. If they migrate too far away from the close shorelines of the Gullah Geechee Nation, our traditional Gullah Geechee fishermen and fishing women cannot go out further and further into those waters, even if they have a boat to go out there, without additional licenses. Because a certain distance off our coast, you leave state water and you end up in federal water. So now you have to have additional licenses to be allowed to harvest in federal water, and on top of the licenses you need to have to harvest on state water. As traditional indigenous peoples, we should be allowed to continue to harvest in order to literally and figuratively feed our families. But that has not been the case. There have been numerous laws put in place that have been denying that ability to continue. So when you see us having events, you see these things on Gullah Geechee TV, Nation News, where you hear the fishermen speaking out, it's not for naught. It's not because somebody's just mad. It is because we literally then would not be able to feed our families if the ocean continues to become like acid. The creatures continue to migrate away trying to find a safe haven for themselves. 
then we cannot access it. Then the few that you can access, if someone has to sell it to get the money to pay their land tax, for instance, then they have to sell it at a much higher price. We're back to that discussion of economics. And we're back to this discussion of the social system that's imbalanced in such a way that people are now importing a great deal of seafood into a lot of the markets. So because that is happening, you have a lot of traditional and indigenous peoples who can no longer literally afford to go out and harvest their own seafood. The same thing happened with the farmers. Many of you who are on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page saw us put up information about black land ownership over the past weekend as a part of our continued celebration of Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. Many of you who listen to this program, you know that I have covered how did Gullah Geechees get to own land, how did they go from being listed themselves as chattel alongside the listing of land to becoming land owners. So you can always go back and listen to some of those broadcasts that are in the archives about how we got to be land owners. But now once you are a land owner or even before that, the greatest thing of all is being a land steward, being a steward of your own environment. And your own environment starts internally. It starts with your own human temple. It starts with what is it that's in there, what will you allow to go in, and what will you not allow to go in. And that's not just the physical food you consume, but the words that you consume and the words that you speak. All right? We poison ourselves by those words that often come out even more than what we do with the processed things that we're taking in. Numerous shows are broadcasting how we should not eat processed foods, how we should leave refined sugars alone and, and white flour and legumes now they're even saying and different things that are especially lactose-created dairy products that we should leave those alone because even cheese is the most addictive of the dairy products that is then it does something to the brain to stimulate it, and that is why people get addicted to cheese and then people get addicted to dairy, but then that causes inflammation in the body and that causes things that cause arthritis and other things, pains in the joints. So can you imagine if we are having these types of effects and even some people can't eat seafood now because of seafood allergies and gout and other things, can you imagine if we are eating things ourselves and it's causing this type of inflammation in our human bodies, the pollutants, the dumping, the chemical processing, even keeping golf courses sprayed with chemicals to keep them green all year long, us going out in boats, cleaning them off at marinas with chemical substances that are not, you know, biocompatible, should we call it. Um, if we're doing all these things on land that goes into water, imagine how Mother Earth's body feels. If we're talking about we're getting these things from ingesting foods. The same way food can heal, food can kill. On a teacher, they can grieve and things like that, they would say. And so definitely there's all this interconnectivity because when we again go back to that word social, one of the best ways to get folks to gather socially is by feeding them. But what are we serving on the plate? What are we giving to one another? And what have we fed Mother Earth? 
So truly, I still call on our supporters, while we still have these few days left in April, to support the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. Work on somebody's field, and in somebody's fields while the things still at this point just need you to chop grass out and pull the little weeds that are starting to grow along with things that people have already planted for the season. Help folks reset some of the plants because if they've come up like my field, it's time to pull some out and reset them. If you don't have enough land, then give those set to somebody else who start late in the game that might be able to then have a little greenhouse or have a little plot in their yard to grow some things. This way you know what is healthy. You can go on the Internet now and know what kinds of things you can make from safe things you have at home like garlic water to spray on the plants to keep the slugs and other things from eating it before you get to eat it as your harvest continues to grow and thrive. So these are the types of things and the type of shared knowledge that we all need to be engaged in, not just because it's Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month, not just because it's Earth Day, not just because it's International Mother Earth Day, but every day because we're on this earth every day until we leave here, then we're put into the earth. So now even you become a part of the soil if you don't feel you are already. So it is critical that we begin to look at the entire cycle of connection, this interconnectivity that is the way that most indigenous people around the world that I've met live, identical to us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So that's why with this resolution from the United Nations calling on civil society, I'm calling on civil society to work with us to continue to protect this earth. Don't just say, well, you know, I don't know what to do. Someone will show you what to do. There are numerous environmental organizations out here, but the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, although in our mission statement doesn't say we're an environmental organization, I cannot tell you when we haven't been doing environmental protection work, environmental justice work, all of these terminologies that are out here and existing. So, again, we're so pleased that so many of you support this broadcast so that we get to share with the world more of the work that we're doing and more of the knowledge behind some of these days that we choose to celebrate and commemorate. So definitely, if you want to continue to support our efforts, in the Gullah Geechee Nation through becoming a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at any time, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at A-O-L dot com. You can also use that same email address if at any point you have comments or questions or anything and you'd like to share them with us, please, again, email us to G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And if this is your first time tuning into the program and you're not familiar with the sponsor of the program, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, just go to www.gullahgeechee.net, www.gullahgeechee.net, and you will find all the information there about what we do, what our mission is, and how you can be a supporter or member. Again, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot N-E-T, Gullah dot net. There is no I in Geechee. So definitely we have an ongoing mission to continue to protect our land 
for our people to remain on it. And so this is a clarion call, this International Mother Earth Day, a call to action for all of our people. We're honor to be and thing like that. Come for joy, we are. Okay then, and help we to protect we land, help us to continue to take a stand. Now, we thank all the folks who have been hanging in there in the chat room tonight. We see that you've been dropping in and out at different times. But if you have any questions or comments and you'd like to call call in, maybe tell us how you have been celebrating this Earth Day, our phone lines are open at 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. Three nine zero three. It appears tonight that definitely the phone lines are in order, so we definitely wouldn't mind hearing from you. So if you want to call in, you can call in once again to three four seven three two four thirty nine oh three. And so, and we are looking forward to hearing from many of you about how you celebrated this day, and, of course, also looking to see some of the postings and some of the images that you have put up there at the U.N.'s website with their gallery for International Mother Earth Day because it's definitely up to us if we want to protect the house that we dwell in, not only the one that our souls and spirits dwell in that we call the human body, but this one that is called Mother Earth that has birthed all of what I'm talking about as harvesting. And those who support the Gullah Geechee Nation, we truly need you at this moment to help us reach this goal. Our goal for this month has been to raise $3,000 toward our Gullah Geechee Land Fund. And we are not even at the first $1,000. If someone makes a $30 donation while I'm on the air, we will reach that $1,000 mark. We need to raise $3,000 this month, so in the last few days we have, we need a push to get this last $2,000. If you go to the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, you will see that there is a gold box. Go to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, Facebook fan page. You'll see that there's a gold box at the top of that page that says fundraiser. If you click on it, it will take you then over to the Gullah Geechee Gold Souls campaign. Also on the wall, you see the Gullah Geechee Gold Souls campaign, and we'll be posting that link up once again. We want to say thank you, thank you to all the hundred children, what done, and things like that. And so for all of you who have already given, please provide that link to your friends and your family and help us reach this $3,000 goal toward the land fund because we need to do things with legal funds and with taxes in order to keep land here. The other thing that we are doing is that we opened up a new challenge today. All Mobile Productions, who is a sponsor of our Gullah Geechee TV broadcast, and many of you watch on YouTube, um, and many of you have even embedded on your websites. Take it, take it for that. And some of you watch on our blog. If you have never gone over to the Gullah Geechee Nation's blog, make sure that you go over and you can subscribe even for free, www.gullahgeechination.com. All right? And so you will see at the bottom that you can subscribe to it, and you'll also see at the top the various topics that are there and things that you can watch and so forth. So many of those blog entries have videos. Well, All Mobile Productions has been working along with the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition with various opportunities to document things in our community, and we are in a process of digitization 
at the Gullah Geechee Alkid Bulan Archive, which is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. Well, there is a challenge online that if we can get enough people to vote, we could potentially get $5,000 of support to get the computer, the software that is needed right now to go ahead and finish digitizing as well as digitization equipment for Hi8 and DVC. If someone has listened to the broadcast and you have, I mean, the old original Hi8 uh, machine, the thick ones, and then the ones that came after that that are slimmer and a DVC device, that can be hooked up so that they can connect through FireWire or through USB uh, for digitization, um, please go ahead and email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. If you want to simply vote, you can do both. You can give us the equipment and vote for us to win this challenge. You can go on to the Facebook fan page for the Gullah Geechee Nation and make sure to click and vote, vote every day. The same way you're voting for my homegirl, Candace Glover, on American Idol, the only thing with this challenge here, they only give you one vote per day, where you can vote for Candace for 50 votes in one night. Don't forget to vote for my girl again this week now. All right? So definitely when we celebrate Gullah Geechee land and legacy, we celebrate our songs. We celebrate the spirituals. Candace isn't singing those on American Idol, but they're in her heart and soul. We know that because she grew up here in the heart of it all on St. Helena Island. And the thing is, when we go ahead and talk about the land and the legacy, I always think of the spirituals. I'm always reminded of those songs. Those songs always come into my spirit because our ancestors shouted on this land with those songs. Our ancestors worked in the fields singing those songs. When you are outside walking in a field or down a dirt road here, if your spirit is right, honey can get it and sing right on with honey and think like that and guide honey right on true. Okay? And so sure enough, those voices are still here. That energy, that power that they shouted into the soil is still here. And it surely is shouting time. It's shouting time for us to come together in that circle once again of lifting up one another, but also pouring spiritual energy into Mother Earth so that she will be healed once again. And that as she feeds and nourishes us, let us nourish her. And there's no greater way to do that than to continue to protect the earth, to do positive things on the earth, to do natural things from the earth. And the more that we start to consume more of the vegetation from the earth again, that whole crisis with medical issues goes down as well. When we start to protect the earth from all the pesticides and all the negativity, those healing herbs that grow in the bush and they, they start to grow back. I felt so good when I was over at our site of where we're about to reopen our new Hunter Homes, God willing, um, they will be open before, just before the uh, Memorial Day weekend, which is the Gullah Festival this year, as always. Um, and by the way, just because I'm mentioning it now, the Gullah Festival has moved. The Gullah Festival will not be at the Henry C. Chambers Waterfront Park this Memorial Day weekend. The Gullah Festival will be at the... Technical College of the Low Country in Beaufort will still be along the Marshway, but we will not be downtown Beaufort. We'll be on Rebut Road, not on Bay Street. So go to GullahFestival.org, 
GullahFestival.org for more details on the Gullah Festival. And don't forget that in August, we have the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival at Hunting Island. Yes, on the water in the Atlantic Ocean, right at the Atlantic Ocean. All right. And on historic St. Helena Island at the new St. Helena Library that many of you have seen. And you can go to GullahGeechee.info for more details on our international festival. So the Gullah Festival and then our Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And we would not have that celebration of the international music and movement had it not been for the fact that God had put a song into the spirits, into the hearts, into the souls of Gullah Geechee's that make music the thing that has been our mechanism of survival. And that's why when I'm outside and I'm in the what others would call the wilderness, the places where our ancestors are seeking and things like that, this is where those songs come alive, where they still yet live on. It's not about when you're on a stage doing it at an event, but it is about when you truly are there in a spiritual space and place, renewing that connection with Mother Earth and with our ancestors, that the life truly comes about through those, those songs. And many of you who have watched Gullah Geechee TV this past week, you saw the Peck Ensemble there at Mount Olive Baptist Church down in the southern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation, down in Nassauville, Florida. And those songs, those pieces of songs that you hear on the show, the energy, your television can't even capture all of it the way that it was that night. So when I say it's shouting time, and it's time for us to renew our connection with the earth and the spirit of Mother Earth and embrace her and let her embrace us, nurture her and let her nurture us. Part of that is getting back in that bush hour and that brush hour, shouting and things like that, guano chone in the wilderness and things like that, to find that herb and things like that. And like I said, when I was on our land raking, just raking away leaves, there were patches of healing herbs growing that had been hidden under the leaves. So I say that to you to say this. Imagine when you turn a new leaf after hearing this broadcast, whether it's night or day, whether it's morning or late late in the evening, when you tune in, imagine what will happen to your soul when you turn that new leaf and Earth Day becomes every day for you. When the Gullah Geechee land and legacy holds on to you as it holds on to me for truth. Then, Hunagwai truly know who we do, why we down young, and what God call we for do. Time for Hunawiki, we have a thing like that. Cry out and heal this your land. Truly, it's up to us to stop the rape of the world. I thank you for tuning in this Earth Day, this International Mother Earth Day, this Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Month. This year, the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad for thee. The hostess of this year, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Hunter Chiller, God bless you with all you do and take like But never let them take what dear Hunter soul from you. Protect the land, you and help me for continue for make us stand. Peace and blessing to Hunter wherever Hunter to be, and God bless Hunter land and Hunter family.